0: Welcome to the Hardwick Evangelical Church Weekly Podcast. Good morning everyone. Some of you might remember that I write these little things, (coughs) little cards, and put them in my Bible. And this morning when I was just having another glance at (coughs) what I um, had prepared for today, um, I came across this little one and I just felt I wanted to share it with you. And you probably may be familiar with it. All the beauty and joy we meet on earth represent only the scent of a flower we have not found. The echo of a tune we have not heard. News from a country we have not yet, not never yet visited. It's by C.S. Lewis, The Weight of Glory. I hope it blesses you like it blesses me every time I read it. We can only know in part, as the Bible says, because now we see in part. But one day, we shall see him as he is. And the Lord help us. And Father, I pray, help me today as I try to share about you, Lord, about your love and your kindness to us and your care right through all the ages. Thank you, Father. Thank you. So, at the beginning of our... Can I just... At the beginning of our Advent series, before Christmas, if you remember, we began by looking at Genesis, the fall of man, God's great plan of salvation to rescue man by sending his beloved son, the promised seed. Then in the prophecies of Isaiah, we read about the virgin birth. Emmanuel, God with us, the man Christ Jesus, who would suffer and die on the cross as the sacrificial lamb to pay for man's sin, our sin. Then rising on the third day, he, Jesus, the savior who is God the son, is now sat at the right hand of the father mediating for man and it's good to say mediating for me mediating for you thank you lord in 1 timothy 2 verse 5 for there is one god and one mediator between god and men the man christ jesus and today with god's help we should look at some verses in the old testament which reveal god the son Appearing to man, speaking with him and helping him. The Bible says no man has seen God at any time. In John 1, in John chapter 1, Gospel of John, and verse 18, it says no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. He has shown him, explained him. And in John chapter 6 and verse 46, it says, Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, he has seen the Father. In in Exodus, when Moses um, asked to see him, asked to see his glory, the Lord said, In Exodus 33 and 20 you cannot see my face for there shall no man see me and live we shall come back to this story in Matthew 11 and verse 27 all things are delivered this is Jesus speaking all things are delivered unto me by my father and no man knows the son but the father neither knows any man the father save the son And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him to, will reveal him. So we understand that it has always been the Son in the form of a man who has been revealing him. He has always been Emmanuel, God with us, the mediator. Think about it. In Exodus again, when Moses asks the one who is speaking to him out of the burning bush to give him his name. If you remember, when Moses was in the mountain and God appeared in the burning bush and he heard him speak to him. And he told him, I have heard the problems of my people and their cry has come to me. And he said, I'm sending you to deliver them. And Moses is all nervous, as you can imagine. And in Exodus 3, verse 14 and 15, we read, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, Well, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am, is the translation we read. And he said, and and he also said, thus shall you say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Hmm. Then we come to the New Testament and we see Jesus say that he is the I am. In John 8, 56 and 58, there is this discourse this discussion that's going on with, you remember, the religious leaders are cross with him and they're saying to him, only Abraham is our father and so on. And um, you can read the whole story, of course, there. And um, we come to verses 56 and 58. And Jesus says to them, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And then said the Jews unto him, You are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Then then the Jews said unto him, uh, sorry. And then Jesus said unto them, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Now, we may not have understood it had the religious leaders not got cross with him and wanted to stone him. And why was that? They were cross because they thought he was, he had just blasphemed to say that he is the Lord God. They understood by him saying, I am, that he was claiming he was the Lord God of Moses, the Lord God that had been there. He was God, the the name that they were they didn't even want to say it they thought it was so holy he was uh, this was god's most holy name jehovah yahweh or the yhwh the unpronounceable name of god they wouldn't say it so in their defense they were getting ready to stone him because they thought he was blaspheming but again we see in the garden of Gethsemane when they come to arrest him and they say Where is Jesus of Nazareth? Who is this? <clears throat> and in John eighteen and six, six as soon as they uh, as soon then as he had said unto them I am he, it says in the translation, but he's in the Italics if you if you notice, they uh, which means it wasn't there in the original um, he said, I am, they went backwards and fell to the ground. He was saying again, I am is my name. I wonder why they fell over backwards, the power in his name. So Jesus is the I am, the Lord God, who has been appearing to help man in the Old Testament. When Moses asked to see his glory, he was basically asking to see him fully as he is. And, but as we read earlier in Exodus 33 and 20, he said to him, you cannot see my face and live. But the Lord, in his love and compassion, he said to him, I will put you in the cliff of the rock and you shall see my back parts. And he proclaimed, if you read that it's beautiful where he proclaims who he is that is the God of love, of righteousness of justice just have a look at those verses and um, but he saw him walk by so man can only see him in the form of a man Jesus said Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw and was glad and We have Stephen in in Acts. You remember Stephen giving the Israelites, basically, reminding them of their whole story. And he speaks about Abraham. and And in Acts 7 and verse 2, in the second part, he says, The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham. Notice he says, appeared. Abraham had seen God A number of times in the form of a man and had spoken with him and ate with him knowing that he was the Lord in Genesis 12 and verse 1 when we see the calling of Abraham it says now the Lord had said unto Abraham notice he wasn't Abraham yet he was Abraham get you out of your country and your kindred, sorry. Get you out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land I will show you. And you may say, and we may think he heard a voice, maybe. But then we get down to verse seven in in Genesis 12. And it says, and the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, unto your seed will i give this land and there he abraham built an altar unto the lord who appeared unto him genesis 18 verses 1 to 3 the first part of three and the lord appeared unto him in the plains of mamre and he abraham i'm just putting in just to make it clear um he Abraham sat in the tent door in the heat of the day and he lifted up his eyes and looked and lo, three men stood by him and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. And in the first part of verse 3 it says, My Lord. Now, I want to speak a little bit about this story which absolutely fascinates me and blows me away and I hope it does you when you read it again Genesis 18 it's such a great chapter to read Abraham saw three men but when he went to meet them he, he bows down before one of them recognising who he is and says my lord he recognised him Because he'd seen him before. He had appeared to him before. And then we see Abraham and Sarah prepare food and they ate. And then the Lord promises that Abraham and Sarah shall have a son. Sarah can, who is standing behind the door of the tent, the Bible says, she can hardly believe it. As she is so old, she laughs to herself. But the Lord says to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Is anything too hard for the Lord? This is like a little discussion between friends, isn't it? This is like a time together. It's like when Jesus is with his disciples in the New Testament. Then the men get up and look towards Sodom And the Lord decides to discuss what he is planning to do with Abraham, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, I say. The Lord decides to discuss with Abraham what he is planning to do to Sodom and Gomorrah. He's already said that there is so much wickedness. It's come to me and so on, and I'm going to destroy them. This is such an incredible story but I think so beautiful. We see a great relationship and a friendship. And then also we see that Abraham was bold enough to kind of reason with the Lord. He says, Far be it from you, Lord, to slay the righteous with the wicked. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Right? Abraham knew his God. Abraham knew that he was a righteous, a just, and a loving God. And he speaks boldly to him. And they go on to have the famous conversation. And if you haven't read it, please read it. If there are 50 righteous, I will spare it for their sakes. And this conversation continues on back and forth until they get to even if there was only 10 righteous the Lord said that he would spare it but it looks like there wasn't even 10 in this place and then it says that the Lord went his way the two angels that were with the Lord they went to Sodom and Gomorrah you know the story or read it and it was destroyed after he had taken out Lot and his family Another interesting occasion is the Lord appearing to Hagar, which you can read in Genesis 16. She was an Egyptian girl who was Sarah's maid. Sarah gave Hagar to her husband Abraham to bear them a child, as Sarah was too old to bear a child. When Hagar got pregnant, she became haughty. And Sarah, being upset, treated her harshly, and so she ran away. Well, she ran into the wilderness, it says. And um, what would have happened to her? She probably would have just died there. But we read, the angel of the Lord spoke with Hagar, finding her in the wilderness, and he told her to return to her mistress and submit to her then he promises Hagar to bless her descendants telling her that she shall have a son and shall call him Ishmael then Hagar says she has seen the God who sees her Genesis 16 and verse 13 it's, she's, it says that she called the name of the Lord that spoke unto her you God see me for she said Have I also here looked after him that sees me? Some translations just say, I have seen the God who sees me. These are only a few verses that we see God, the Lord God, appearing as a man, speaking and helping men and women. Next week, we shall have a look at a few more. May you be encouraged to look closely at scriptures and see the love of our God and his care throughout the ages. For more information about Hardwick Evangelical Church, please click the website link in our bio.